Hey folks, welcome to PSI Picks Pro Football Ireland's Batting Podcast, uh, presented by EFA Sport, the official batting partner of the NFL in Ireland and the UK. Michael McQuaid decided to be joined with Michaela Fagan as we get ready. I can't believe it's week seven, Michaela. Where does the time go? Time flies. I Remember know. when we were trying to do a month's worth of podcasts in Flea Death? Yeah, no, it's absolutely crazy how quick it's flying by. It's actually so scary because like, it's going to be so soon where we're not going to have football anymore. And I don't think anyone wants to even think about that. I think once it hits, obviously, after Thanksgiving games, I think it's going to absolutely even fly in more. Yeah, like, interestingly, the Thanksgiving games, and we've got a great Christmas NFL this year with some really interesting games. Um, microphone's messing up as I speak, and it's now changed back in case people are wondering what the hell's going on. But yes, um, some some great games coming up, and if people are listening to this, we're 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 doing this uh, Friday morning. Hope you hope you're having a a nice start to your weekend. And while there's no rugby tonight, we'll certainly try and tuck you in with these NFL odds. Uh, before we start off, obviously eighteen plus. Please be gamble aware. Only bet what you can afford. And, you know, please bet responsibly, folks. Because I'm buzzing. This is the first Sunday I'm at the house in a month. Like, genuinely. Like, I, it is a month because the week before London, I had a stag party. So I, oh my God, I'm going to tuck myself in and we can You're actually do a proper stay morning in red again. zone, maybe a curry, maybe a can of something to drink. Just relax. I think you've earned it. I've missed Scott Hansen more than anybody in the world. Like, We'll see. Um, we got uh, Frankfurt's up in a few weeks. Um, it's going to be fun. That's fun. That's going to be some game. Let's talk about one of the teams that's playing in that game. First off, um, we, we we entered the podcast the last three weeks talking about one of the main games of the week and we done London. I think this week, let's do Sunday Night Football. Um, if you ever wanted a reason to stay up, this Sunday is one. The Dolphins go into the Eagles and oof, what a game. Dolphins are slight underdogs, 21-20 on. Eagles are 3-4 on. Game is in Philadelphia. I expect uh, Michaela Philly to finally gel together and turn it on the offense. I, I expect a, a high-scoring game. I like the over at 51.5. I think it'll be a very close game going into the fourth quarter. And I think Jalen turns it on and the Eagles win a classic in Philly. Am I right or am I wrong? I'm actually so nervous for this game because I think it's either going to be the game it could be the Super Bowl it literally could be the Super Bowl and that would be a great Super Bowl because it'd be different you know you're kind of I'm already kind of sick of the Kansas City Chiefs being you know going to the Super Bowl nearly every year or every second year so I suppose you can kind of turn around and say well the Eagles were in it last year but you know what I mean I think the AFC would be much more entertaining if it was someone like the Dolphins um I'm very nervous for this because I think, honestly, either one of these teams could be found out as frauds in this game. I think the 49ers showed that Dallas Cowboys were a little bit of frauds because, like, I know the Cowboys lost to the Cardinals and that was shocking because the Cardinals are one of the worst teams in the NFL. But for them to lose to the 49ers, I think the 49ers showed everybody that the Cowboys are probably again going to be frauds this year. So I think whoever wins this game is going to, is, you know, going to prove that, okay, these are contender this year and then the losing team be like, okay, you know, maybe they're a little bit fraudulent and I'm worried it's going to be the Eagles because I've not been impressed with the Eagles at all this year. And the only saving grace I can think of is I'd rather have a team 
like the Eagles where they're, they, they haven't, like you said, gelled together very well, but they're winning all their games. Well, I know they lost last week, but they're winning all the games and they haven't even hit top form yet. And that's scary. And when you look at the Dolphins then, Dolphins are just red hot and they've won the same amount of games. But are they going to have a similar situation last year where they just kind of fizzle out towards the end? So it's going to be a great, great game. I think this is the biggest game of the season so far. I agree with some of the things you said. I, I I really feel like both teams aren't like, I, I think both of them could be up there at the end. I love the Dolphins team. And I think the, the week that they lost to the Bills, there were so many people online saying like, not frauds, but like, it's funny how we can change stuff. It's any given Sunday in the league and they've shown in the last six weeks that they're putting points up on the board. They're putting serious amount of points up each week, bar a couple. And, their defense is legit. So, I mean, for me, the Eagles, I'm, I'm not too concerned about that Jets loss. Obviously, you know, people make mistakes. They're going to learn from it. I, I'd be a happy man if you've got the Dolphins against the Chiefs and the Eagles against the Niners or the Eagles against the Cowboys in the NFC Championship game. I think it would be a great way to end the season from a neutral's point of view. And um, I think they're the f- probably, I mean, the Cowboys is talkative but based on what happened in San Francisco. But the Niners are not good at the minute. The big question is, can they hold it up? But, Looking at this game, I'll take the over as the bet I'd go for in this game. As I said a minute ago, the over is, um, I have it here, don't worry. The over is 17 to 20 on, 51 and a half points. And we're we're recording this earlier in the week, so the line might change. I'll, I'll take the over. Uh, who you take, Mikhail? I, I honestly don't know who to take because if I'm looking at both teams, I think the Dolphins are playing better. I think they're more rounded in, you know, receivers. Now, I know um, well, AJ Brown's playing very well. I think he's over 100, 100 yards nearly every game this season. But, um, you know, the Dolphins, I think, might have to go without Tyreek Hill. I don't know the extent of his injury, but they still have Waddle and they have Mozart, that running back, who's playing incredible. Um, so I'm not really sure, but I will say. I'm not going to pick one, right? But I will give advice. Um, whichever team you're going with, go to the spread and change the spread to whoever you think is going to win to minus two and a half. Because if you say minus two and a half um, for the Eagles handicap, it's um, one to one. So you'll double your money. And then if you do Miami Dolphins um, minus, what did I say? I meant minus two and a half. No, no, I didn't no. say yeah, I said minus two and a half. If you do my Miami Dolphins minus two and a half, um, you're twenty-seven to twenty. So basically, if you put five euro on that, you get eleven seventy-five. So you're doubling your money. Well, either of them, one of them's gonna win by at least a field goal. So whoever your heart tells you is going to win, change the spread for your team that you want to win to be under minus two and a half, and you'll at least double your money as of recording, as of time of recording. I can't wait to wake up Monday morning and see 78, 77, the biggest classic ever, the one-point win. Uh, and to be honest with you, I'm probably going to stay up for that. It's such a big game. It's going to be good. Uh, looking forward to that this weekend. Going to talk for a few games at the minute now just to have a look at certain things. I've picked uh, the Steelers going to the Rams because it's really interesting when the Steelers are having the luxury of a bye week. They get the win over the Ravens at home, but they're going all the way to LA this week. And the Rams have been really been efficient on both sides of the ball this season. And we've talked about this week on week, Michaela, about how how they've played. I find it very, very difficult to pick a winner in this game. But this week, for people saying, blah, 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 Michael, all you do is big up this team. I'm taking the Rams to win. I had the Steelers losing this game. Um, so I think 
that Stafford will get it done against a Steelers offense that might trickle a bit in LA. But certainly, if they go to LA and they put on a put on a show, especially in the run game where they were struggling the first few weeks of the season, it's anybody's at AFC North. Who have you got, Michaela? Uh, the Rams are three to five on, and the Steelers are eleven to eight in the handicap. The over is forty three and a half. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you. I think the the Rams win this game, especially being at home. Um, I know the Rams are kind of like a weird team. It's kind of like they're good and they can win games, but then sometimes they just lose against opponents they shouldn't lose against. They're kind of like the Chargers this season. Um, of course, there's more hype around the Chargers, I think. But yeah, I think the Rams should beat them. You know, they have Cooper Cup back. Stafford's a good quarterback. You know, Kenny Pickett's only in his second year. Usually second years for quarterbacks are a bit... Um, bit challenging so I'm going to agree and I'd be picking the Rams to win against the Steelers you're going to talk us through what I am starting to believe is the game of the week the Ravens against the Lions Ravens coming back from London and the sort of the usual back in the day sort of conversation was well usually you take a bye not the case for the Ravens who come off a big win for them Lions are class the Lions are a fantastic 5-1 football team and I'm so intrigued Michaela for this matchup this weekend. I am so excited about the Detroit Lions. I'm is it bad to say that I'm kind of when I obviously stopped supporting the Browns and I picked the Eagles, I'm part of me wishes I picked the Lions. They're that exciting because they're still you, kind of the underdog. You can't change now, hi, can you? I can change <laughs> now, I know, but I do have a soft I do have a soft spot for the Lions because they're kind of were similar in the sense to the Browns you know like they traded Stafford away they got in Jared Goff nobody rated Jared Goff at all you know and the Detroit Lions obviously got two or three first round picks for that Stafford trade and Goff and no one rated him no one expected him to do this well and he's playing absolutely fantastic he played fantastic last season he's playing great again this season he's honestly one of the most I think fun and likable guys to watch at quarterback you know you just want them to succeed because you know he's had so many challenges you know being forced out of LA and then they got Aiden Hutchinson on the defensive end you know he's you know one of the top defensive players in the league well he will be um, eventually in a couple of years um, but he's brilliant at the moment as well you know he's a homeboy you know there's, there's just so many likable aspects about this Lions team and I've watched the Ravens. I thought the Ravens started off really good this season. I think they've kind of stuttered a little bit. You know, they there was moments, you know, that you thought the Titans could come back against them last week in London, but they got it done. Um, but to me, the Detroit Lions are just a better team overall than the Ravens. So, and I'm surprised the Lions are underdogs. To be honest, I thought it'd be a lot closer in the odds, but Detroit Lions playing at Baltimore. I'm going to take the Detroit Lions to win. On the money line, 27 to 20, you put 5 euro on that, you'll get 11 euro-ish back. The Detroit Lions defensive and offensive is literally a scene. This their EPA is that of the Kansas City Chiefs through six weeks, which is incredible. And I was really impressed with the Ravens last weekend, and I'm going to be an absolute prick here and take the Ravens minus two and a half in the handicap. I think the NFL is the most lopsided league where the Lions have been unreal, and the Lions are going to be up there. Like the Lions could lose five games and still challenge heavily for the NFC. Like that, that's how stretched the NFC is this year. They're such a good team. The, the turnaround from Dan Campbell has been sensational and their run game is excellent also, never mind their defense. I'll take the Ravens minus two and a half. I, I think the Ravens are going to have a big week this week. I feel like 
last week really helped him. It was like a mini buy, and yeah, why not? I'll, I'll take it. Lions fans, come at me. The over, 41 and a half. I'm going to take the under as well. I'm going to be boring and take the under. Uh, right, the next game that I looked at, or going to look at, is the Bills against the Patriots. And why am I talking about the Bills and the Patriots? Well, the question is, this is a huge game for Buffalo because they obviously didn't win in London. They get a result on Mon- Sunday Night Football. And I think people will look at the box score and say, well, that's not good enough from Buffalo. Buffalo won the game. You know, they'd done what they had to do. They go over the line. Yes, they got a better look at the end and certainly it shouldn't have ended. They got four to Bills. But the reality is they won the football game. So, folks, give over. Um, the Bills are the Bills. The Bills are one to four on. But I think that I think the money's in the spread. I mean, this is why I'm talking about this game. I think the money's in the spread. I'm eight and a half points at 10 to 11 on. The Patriots sort of slobbered through the game in Vegas last week against the Raiders. And thank you to the Raiders and Patriots fans who sent us some pictures from Allegiant Stadium from Ireland last week. Shout out to the Navin, the Navin Raiders contingent. Um, I don't want to be rude and say that the, that the Patriots are hot trash. They haven't been great. This game being in New England might suffer that spread a little bit. And it remains to be seen who starts a quarterback this week through the week. We're recording this earlier in the week. I'd be really interested to see if Malik Cunningham starts this game or gets time in the game. Maybe that might change my opinion a little bit. But certainly with Mac Jones and with the the sort of level of core receivers that he has around him and the lack of a defense that can stop putting up points since they lose two or three big players. I'll take eight, minus eight and a half in the spread for the Bills. It's 10 to 11 on. If you want to be funky and go to t- nine and a half or ten and a half, you can do that. And nine and a half is even money. Hell, put me down. The Bills minus nine and a half in the spread. That means ten points or more. Can we see an upset this week, Michaela? If I could curse on this podcast, I would call you every name under the sun because that's the bet I was going to give the yeah. the minus nine and a half and the Bills because. Honestly, the Bills are so heavily favoured in this game that you're not really getting a lot of bang for your book. But if you up that spread from minus 8.5 to minus 9.5, like you said, it's even money. Put a fiver on, get your money doubled, you get €10 back. Um, You think about it, 9.5 is only a touchdown and a field goal. So they'll win by 10. I think the Bills could easily win by 10. They're probably battered on them win by two touchdowns. So I think minus 9.5 is very doable for the Bills against the Patriots who are probably one of the worst top, how would you phrase it top five bad teams, <laughs> does that make sense? They're in the top five of worst teams bottom five, bottom yeah. five well, yeah I-, I need to have a chat with Hogan about these power rankings, I mean he has the Broncos at 30, 32 and I think the Patriots are, and the Panthers as well I and mean, the Broncos are not 32nd no chance. And the Patriots no, should be lower. Panthers and Patriots should probably be lower. I think he's doing, doing that to He's definitely doing badness. Um, the Bears, look, the Bears are worse than the Patriots. If that helps Patriots fans. And look, there's a lot, obviously there's a lot of Patriots fans in Ireland. I think for me, the thing that the Patriots could do well this week in New England, especially in the first half, is hold Buffalo to field goals. I think that could be a key for them in this game, try and hold them off maximum scoring opportunities. But I just don't see at the minute how Mac Jones can go down the field and put points up on the board. Never mind field goals. I, I hope it changes. We're sitting here four weeks out from Frankfurt where it's going to be looking like Garner Minshew against Mac Jones or Malik Cunningham. So I hope that changes and time will tell. Uh, oh, the apparently final game, Anthony Richardson is supposed to be out for the whole season. Yeah, 
he's out, so it's Gardner Minshew against Mac Jones and Billy Belichick in Frankfurt. Uh, something tells me the tickets for that game is going to start shooting down. Um, Browns Colts, I think you're looking at Michaela finally. Yeah, Browns Colts, I picked that one because, you know, they're both kind of similar in the sense of kind of mediocre teams. You know, they're, they could literally win or lose any games unless they were playing against top uh, opponents. I know the Browns bet this some 49ers last week, but to be honest, that was a fluke. They shouldn't have bet them. I don't know how they bet them. They didn't even have Deshaun Watson starting. Um, and they don't have Nick Chubb. So that was a fluke, but um, the Browns are at, are at Indianapolis. Um, I the Indianapolis Colts are the underdogs. Um, Deshaun Watson, I think, will be out again this week. I don't think he's gonna play. Um, I don't think luck will strike twice for the Browns. Um, with PJ is a PJ Walker at quarterback. Um. So I will go with the Indianapolis Colts. Um, money line they're twenty one to twenty, and to dumb it down for you because I understand it better when I put money on it. I want to see how much I get back. So again, if you put five euro on it, you'll get over ten euro. Eighteen plus bet responsibly. Uh, I I have to because I I don't think I was and I'll be honest with you I don't think I was awake to talk about this properly on Sunday night and I have to give the Browns credit where credit's due with heights um. Sean Watson without uh, Betonio without Nick Chubb the Browns defence forced Purdy to, I think it was like 43% of his passes and he was only 3-12 and in third down and this is a team a Niners team that has really walked through this league the first few weeks for them to have that performance gotta hold my hat off to them my metaphoric hat when I'm talking right now and you know San Francisco the lowest amount of points they scored through 5 or 6 weeks was 30 points the Browns held them to 17 Never mind the fact that they um used their beatbox or boombox going in. So fair, fair play to them. In terms of the betting on this, I mean, I'm going to go with my guy, Garner Minshew. Again, it's the sort of thing where I start looking at hype and I, I just, can the, like, look, I would, would love it for the AFC North if the Browns could turn it on here, especially with our backup quarterback. I think this game will be tight. I think it'll go into late fourth quarter. I think Garner Minshew and, and the Colts will get the job done. But, the biggest concern for me is Zach Moss and Jonathan Taylor. Non-existent last week, especially after Taylor was paid. Zach Moss had a big week the week before. I The over is 30, 38 and a half, 17 to 20. The Colts are just over even money. 21 to 20 in the money line. I like it. In fact, I will take the Colts um, on the money line for this game. So I'm taking the Colts to win this game. Is there anything else, Michaela, before we pop that uh, tickles your fancy in week seven? Um, you know the Vegas Raiders to beat the Chicago Bears, and their spread is minus three and a half, even money. Oh, that could be good. Is that game in Chicago? Yes, it is. Well, the Chicago Bears are trash, and Justin Fields has a um something wrong with his thumb. That could help them. Mm. Yeah, um... I think the Raiders are starting to, you know. Play a little bit better now, you know. I think they've won the last three. Two games. Yeah, second in that division after the Chargers losing, and, and like the way the Chargers lost is a whole different conversation. But they're second in the AFC West, so which is you know that's yeah, I it's not a bad thing at all, especially behind the Kansas City Chiefs. But yeah, I think they'll be decent. I think they'll beat them by at least. Um, I always think the teams are either going to win by a touchdown or a field goal. That's how I usually make my bets. So I'd say the Raiders could. You know, if you want to put, I'd say you put them in an accumulator. 
they'll bring up your odds as well. I think the Vegas Raiders could be a good show as well. We're due points this weekend after last weekend in the league, Michaela. I have no doubt about it. Uh, I'll see you on Sunday whenever we're, we're finally back doing a proper Monday morning football podcast in in time, in sync, not being too tired. So certainly looking forward to it. And just a massive thanks to you, Michaela, for everyone listening to this podcast and for EADA Sport for their continued support of the podcast. They are the official betting partner of the NFL in the UK and Ireland, 18+. plus. Please be gamble aware. And instead of the Ireland game this weekend, folks, because we're out, sit down, relax, grab a beer, grab a glass of water, and have a great weekend. Enjoy week seven. We'll chat to you soon.